Alright, what's up guys? This is Fenyo, this is Yearly Pilling Podcast. And if you thought you were safe from listening to this mess of a podcast this week, you were wrong. I have a lot of content coming out this week because it's pay-per-view week. And I'm trying to do even more than usual with the with the full preview of the clips on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But we'll we'll get into that later. I want to make this one a bit of a short one. First, because it's coming out late on Tuesday instead of Monday and two because I have to work on so much stuff and and honestly last week event wasn't that good let's get right into that uh, UFC Fight Night Luke versus Dos Anjos both guys pretty past it and it showed on the main event to be honest Luke always had trouble dealing with southpaws here he showed a few looks um, I would have liked to see him uh, go more for the left hook. He did punish Dos Anjos with that nice left hook to the body here and there. But he was doing some good stuff jabbing here and there. Uh, Dos Anjos mostly winning the striking here. But Dos Anjos insisting on grappling with Luke. Luke is a big dude. He's very strong. Good wrestler and good grappler. So... Uh, the clinches and wrestling exchanges were not going to Sancho's way. Uh, Luke took advantage of that and w- went himself for the wrestling. But when Dosanjo had the initiative, he still kept going to the wrestling. So it was a bit of a very awkward fight where Dosanjo had an advantage on the striking. Luke on the wrestling. Uh, a bit of a, of a reverse of what a lot of people were expecting. But then uh, Luke realized that uh, the wrestling was working for him and Dos Anjos did not realize the, the wrestling was not working for him. So it was that. Uh, it was a bit depressing. Uh, I didn't think it was as bad as people were saying. Oh, both guys should retire and should die and blah, 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 blah. I mean, obviously for Luke, it's very concerning that he had that brain bleed, but I don't know, it's tough, man. You can tell Luke does this because he loves it more than he needs the money. I don't know what the deal is with Dos Anjos. Uh, very competitive guy, probably still wants to compete. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't like to call him for retirement over everything. Obviously, it would be nice, very nice that the UFC pay their fighters accordingly so they can retire when they want. But at the same time, we we don't always know when fighters want to retire, you know. So, so yeah, I, I won't really get into that part. Uh, the fight wasn't that bad, to be honest. It was a bit depressing just because you know how these, these guys were so good in their primes. And their primes were not that long ago, so it makes for a, for a bit of a hard watch. The co-main event had Kov Swanson versus Hakim Dawadu. As most of you probably know, I love both these guys, some of my favorite fighters. Kov Swanson, very, very impressed that Kov Swanson still fights to this level uh, at his age and having the style that he has, he still fights with a very dynamic style. Uh, Dawadu, on the other hand, uh, coming back after missing weight, having a bad performance against Julian Rosa, I think that would have fought well here. He was he was punishing uh, Kov Swanson, Hakim, one of the best in MMA at dealing with low kicks. 
so Kuf Swanson was trying to find range with Lokis, he was getting counter leg kicked a lot by Hakim here. And then in some exchanges, Hakim was starting to sneak some body shots here and there that hurt Kuf Swanson throughout the fight. Also on the clinch with knees to the body, he was wearing a cuff. Cuff uh, had success in, a, in some pocket exchanges, catching Hakim with the left hook here and there. Uh, hurt him at the end of the second round, don't know if that was enough to seal the round. And the third round was very close, uh, people are saying like very close, uh, very clear uh, round to Cuff. I think Dawadu edged the, the striking and then Kovsonson got to the back, did not get much ground pound or damage. Very cool uh, octopus sweep by, by Swanson to take the back of Hakim. That was, that was neat to be honest. Um, then decision unanimous for Kov. Uh, Kov himself said he didn't feel like he won the fight. He won the fight. I don't know, it's tough. It's tough for Hakim. Uh, good for Kov Swanson. Love both guys. I thought it was a good fight. Both guys look good here. Not very promising when it comes to the ceiling of Hakim, but I don't know, man. Uh, I think Kov Swanson's still a good fighter. And Hakim has, uh, Hakim is a matchup dependent, to be honest. Before that, Kalin Roundtree knocked out uh, Chris Dawkins. Uh Sucks for for Dawkins, the, who is being knocked out like four times in a row. Like that's it for him in the UFC for sure. I'm guessing. But yeah, I mean, rough for him. Um, um you know, Roundtree has power, but. Oh, it's hard to tell if he has improved or not. He he's always been capable of delivering huge violence. Uh, can he do that against good fighters? Who know? Before that, Yasmin Lucindo fought Poliana Biana. Uh, Biana had a good first round. Uh, got to top control. Got some uh, hurt Lucindo on the feet at one point. Uh, then on the second round, uh, Lucindo just uh, hurts here on on the feet. Uh, Poliana's confidence vanishes of the of the surface of the earth. Uh, Lucindo gets to top control after that. I don't remember if takedown or or I don't remember the takedown to be honest. Uh, gets an arm triangle, so impressive win for Lucindo here. AJ Dawson and Tafon Shukri had a pretty bad fight, uh, to be honest. I think I think Shukri look pretty bad. Uh, Dobson did not look great either. To be honest, I scored this for Shukri. I thought the, the leg kicks uh, were won him uh, rounds one and two. Commentary were saying that Dobson was like basically tenating him. It was very weird. Was it DC and Felder? I think it was very weird. Uh, commentary saying that oh, Dobson is putting so much volume on him and he was not landing shit. And Shukri was shooting his leg up with, uh, with the leg kicks. Uh, surprised to not see leg kicks by Nshugui. I think, th I think the butchered weight got uh, affected Nshugui here. He looks very slow with the reactions, uh, very insecure about about the gas tank as well. I think that's why he fought this style of like low output uh, outside kicking stuff. I mean, he's good at it, uh, but he did not look good at it here. Nshugui uh, probably getting cut, and that sucks. I made a video about him about his. Clinch tactics against Mike Rodriguez. Check it out if you haven't already. Uh, yeah, that's it. Dobson looks pretty mid, to be honest. Uh, good athlete, but not a lot of. I mean, decently skilled. He he got the top position. Good to 
did good stuff from there, but he doesn't seem to be a good wrestler, so... I don't know, it's rough. Uh, talking about another middleweight fight, uh, Josh Fremd fought Jamie Pickett. Josh Fremd showed at super, super over the weight limit, I think by three or four pounds. Uh, Jamie Pickett, you know, I, I feel like Jamie Pickett has a lot of attributes that are good attributes to have for being a good fighter. Um, he's quick, he's coordinated, he's powerful, he's physical, he's athletic. Um, and I think he's kind of smart too. The problem is that, I don't know, Pickett doesn't have the confidence. Uh, he overthinks uh, staff too much. He just can't put it together at all, man. Uh, friend here, just a lot of cage grappling here using using the fact that he was way bigger than Pickett to his advantage here. Uh, it fucking sucked. Pickett also probably getting cut. It sucks for him, man. Yeah. Uh, Marcus McGee beat the shit out of J JP Base. Uh, very cool knockout uh, with the right hand. Uh, McGee looks good, man. Uh, MMA lab. Uh, has quite a few uh, weights, man. They have... A... Is it Bautista that is MMA left too? Yeah, Bautista, McGee, uh, Kylo Phillips, and Sean O'Malley, who's fighting for the title this week. So yeah, I mean, MMA left doing good. Terrence McKinney just watched Mike Breeden. Uh, Breeden had no... no business being in there with McKinney. Uh... Good for McGinney for the bounce back. I'm not not a big fan of his style, to be honest. Isaac Delgaria had a very impressive debut against Francis Marshall. Oh, just like straight up wrestling into ground and pound. Like you don't see performances like that very often, especially not at under 155. So I'll keep an eye on Delgarian. He's probably might might be interesting to see him at this weight class. Martin Budai. Beat Josh Parisian pretty easily. Uh, good for Budai. Uh, uh, I'm always being annoyed by both of these guys, but I always respect Budai for having more of a better fundamentals than Parisian. Parisian is just like cardio bully and and just gets away with doing so much stupid shit, man. Uh, not not to knock on Parisian. I, I appreciate the creativity. For sure, he's a guy that, that puts some thought into what he does. And not a terrible fighter. I mean, he, he's fighting a decently high level in the UFC, even though this is heavyweight. We tend to shit on heavyweights a lot, but let's be honest, uh, just still needs some skill. Even though fighters can get tired, you can say that's embarrassing and all that kind of stuff. And Parisian, to his credit, uh, has been very well conditioned. Never been a fan of his style. I think it's very annoying, but I don't want to disrespect the guy very much. I think he's a decent fighter. So I think it was impressive for Budai to win like this here. Uh, good for Budai. Um, probably top 10 material already. If, uh, if Maybe more, man. I don't know the ceiling about Budai, but he looks good. Uh, Jacqueline Amorim, a lot of cook grappling against uh, Montserrat Conejo Ruiz. Uh, Montserrat Ruiz, who is a wrestler herself, uh, mostly her fights, and Amorin just dominated the grappling, just cool stuff, including a a sweep, from, uh, Kimura sweep from the <laughs> close triangle guard. Uh, good stuff, I mean, Amorim is solid, very good grappler. Uh, she lost to Sam Hughes, but no, no shame losing to Sam Hughes, I think she's pretty good, to be honest. Uh, 
Damon Blackshear put uh, Jose Johnson on a twister. That's always cool to see. Uh, not much to say about that. Like Johnson did not defend takedowns very well. And then on the ground, you know Blackshear is legit. And on the opening fight, Luana Santos and Juliana Miller got into a super sloppy <laughs> uh, banger. Uh, Luana Santos had that weird, like, pushing over the shoulder right hand, but she was catching Miller a lot with that. Um, she eventually hurt her and finished her, so good for her. Earlier on the week, we had Contender Series. Uh, main event had a former kickboxer Almeida versus fellow Brazilian Fernando. I think Fernando was coming into a fight as LFA champion. Almeida looks very solid here, especially the grappling. Uh, the striking did not look like... Let's say he did not look like Adesanya Pereira in there. He's very dangerous, he throws with power, but you can tell he was concerned about the grappling. A little bit like Pereira in his last fight, but but when he came to the grappling, Almeida looked very solid, especially because he's like very new to MMA still. He's running extreme couture, and it it's showing very good results, man. Almeida looks solid here as a grappler, uh, defending back takes, uh, achieving top position, landing big round and pound. So yeah, excited for Almeida in the UFC. Uh, the Australian Nolan for this grad guy. Nolan is fucking huge. Those guys annoy me. Uh, Nolan looks solid here. Big knockout. Uh, nothing. Not much else to say. Uh, Shaflarsky fought Machado at heavyweight. This fight was fucking terrible, man. Like Machado started looking alright, looking like very silly, uh, big wide hooks, and then he did not anything else. And and the Polish guy. Shaflarski did not do anything the whole fight, like nothing at all, like embarrassing performance, but that it's sometimes like that, people show have bad days, cannot pull the trigger, it happens man, I think people have a lot of trouble understanding that sometimes you as a fighter have a bad performance, like the body just doesn't respond sometimes, you get those like mental blocks and you can get out of that zone, um, Obviously, you as a provider, you don't want ever, you don't ever want that to happen to you because you can get badly hurt. But it still happens. We've seen in very high-profile fights not long ago, Irene Aldana versus Nunes, uh, Cyril Gunn. This is an unpopular opinion, but I think Cyril Gunn completely uh, mental block against John Jones. He did not try to do anything, and we've seen him grapple before. Obviously, he's not a good grappler. It, there's a chance that Jun Jones still submits Cyril Gunn if he does his usual stuff, but you can tell like bad decision off the gate, bad decisions in the grappling. Uh, the guy just froze. It was bad performance. It, it's not that oh John Jones is so good. John Jones did not have to show much in that fight to beat Cyril uh, Gunn because Cyril Gunn did not show up to to fight night. And this is not in defense of Cyril Gunn. You as a as a contender for the title, that cannot happen, happen to you. Same for Aldana. Like, you cannot go into the fight of your life and not throw a freeze in the moment. It happens, but, but there, there, there comes a time that it cannot happen to you anymore. Uh, Talbot uh, fought Cortez. Cortez looks solid here, but Talbot just, with the pressure, started eating him up. Talbot very, very long. Uh, Good, good offensive striking, not 
not a, not a lot in the way of defense. Uh, a bit of an annoying strike, in my opinion, with zero defense, very, like, output with the striking, but not a lot of damage. I mean, he started to put damage together as the fight went on. A lot of taunting, a lot of, like, bravado, and not the kind that I like, to be honest. Not a fan of Talbot, but he should put on good fights on the UFC. And the opening fight, Diaz versus Borjas. Borjas, this Peruvian guy. Nice hands, man. Just puts quick, quick combinations together. Goes to the body hard with the left hook. I like Borjas a lot, and we'll be talking about Borjas a little bit later. But there was Bellator this week too. I don't care. I, I, I don't even know who fought there, to be honest. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, let's get into some fight announcements. I'm talking about Borjas. Borjas is fighting Joshua Ban. Uh, some might remember Ban because he debuted against Chalgas uh, Chumagulov. So this one is a banger, man. Uh, not super high level for UFC flyweights, but I mean, but maybe yes. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure about the ceiling of either of these guys, but this fight should be very exciting, very good. I'm excited for this one. Uh, Bruno Silva uh, will will welcome Shabuddin Magomedov for those who care about that guy. Um, so yeah, I'll keep an eye on this one. Obviously, uh, important. Decently important fight at 185. Hani Yaya will fight Aladdin Heli. Uh, this one should be good. Uh, Yaya obviously very past it at this point, but he still gets to do his grappling stuff. Aladdin Heli, a tank of a dude at 135. So it would be interesting to see if he can defend the takedowns and put the striking together because Aladdin Heli can be pretty dangerous with the hands. Chris Gutierrez, my boy, is fighting Montel Jackson. And this one has me a bit scared for Gutierrez, to be honest. Montel Jackson looking solid lately, man. He's so big. And I don't know. I'm just scared that he's going to crack Gutierrez throwing a leg kick. Um, I think Gutierrez is the better striker still, but... Uh, and if he goes to the ground, I would be also scared for Gutierrez. Uh, I think I might pick Montel here. Um, just because I'm scared for my guy here, but yeah, but it's a good fight. It's a good fight for those of you that will get to enjoy it. Uh, probably I won't. Curtis Blades will fight Jailton Almeida. I think we knew about this one already, but yeah. Uh, not sure if this is a main event. Uh, I think it is. I mean, if, if Almeida can take down Curtis Blades, it would be so, so funny, man. But yeah, this, this looks rough. I mean, it. It seems like the UFC wants Jailton to fight for the title, like, now. So they're giving him, like, the toughest test out of the out of the bath. Uh, and if he fails, he's probably dropping down to 205. But yeah, I mean, very interesting fight at heavyweight. Banger alert, we have Javid Vajarad will fight Victor Henry, and this one is very good. I'm very excited about this one. Interesting to see if Javid will try to keep uh, Henry at bay at distance with his jab. Um, if Henry will get to go inside. Bashar at bigger power. Uh, decently high output, but not as high as Victor Henry here. Uh, more damaging fighter, I would say, Bashar, especially early on. And then the takedowns, but Henry has been, has been so hard to take down. He's such a good grappler, so... I don't know, very excited about this one. Just just wish uh, Victor Henry wasn't as old as he is because he will start looking bad out of nowhere one day and I'll be very sad about that. 
and Farid Bacharat, the younger Bacharat, will fight Clayson Rodriguez at UFC Paris. Uh, I don't think this is flyweight, so I'm guessing Clayson is moving up to Bantamweight after after missing the mark at 125. I don't know, man. Uh, mm, I don't like this fight a lot for Clayton. I think Bacharad will have his way with the jab and the long kicks, especially because Clayton will have a, a big like height and reach disadvantage at at one thirty five, especially against long guys like Bacharad. But should be a good one. Should be exciting fight. Uh, you know, Clayton Rodriguez is going to bring it, and his cardio is a lot better than you think. So, so maybe he can get some stuff done here. We have another contender series today. I'll be watching. Uh, wanna give a shout out to Cameron Smotherman because he's the boy of my boy Trayvon Coker. So I'll be watching that one and rooting for for Smotherman here. Uh, other than that, uh, the main event uh, between Al Sawadi and George Hardwick is a high level fight. So keep an eye for that one. That's happening today, guys. PFL has an event this week. Uh, it has a Maurice Green main event, so uh, I'm probably not talking about that one. Larissa Pacheco is fighting here, and probably like at this, just make Larissa Pacheco the main event, man. Why? Why are you having Maurice Green at the main event? No, no disrespect to Maurice Green, but but PFL has some good fighters in other divisions. Not that he's bad, but. You know, not main, not main event material. To be honest, maybe he wins very impressively. He wins the, the heavyweight tournament. And he proves me wrong. Uh, good for him if he does. And obviously, UFC 292 this weekend won't be talking much about it because you know I have the full preview coming out later, and probably some more content. So keep an eye on that. I um, think I'll do uh, like a guide to the prelims. That's going on YouTube. That's not as long as and as nuanced as the full preview, but it would be something that I will try to get more eyes into the fight side. Uh, so yeah, guys, that's that's the podcast. Just wanted to bang a quick one out for you, uh, those that listen every week. Thank you so much, guys, for your support. Remember, if you don't support us on Patreon, you can throw a buck my way. Uh, because I'm doing a lot of work to keep the uh, the site alive and finances are not doing so well lately so any help is deeply appreciated and before leaving as usual I want to thank X Marshall our sponsor for this podcast X Marshall is a combat sport brand dedicated to supporting the jiu-jitsu community their goal is to create a fun training environment with unique and exciting designs and promote the gym culture we all love X Marshall offers a range of products including rash guards, shorts, spats, geese, streetwear, and training equipment. Use code THEFIGHTSIDE to get a 10% discount on your order now. That's the fight side, all uppercases, no spaces, you know how codes work. And for the best deals and discounts, sign up to their mailing list and also follow all their social medias at X Marshall Official. So once again, thank you X Marshall for sponsoring us. I'm fan, you guys. You'll see me more this week because I'm putting content out. So yeah, and if you want anything, just reach out to me on Twitter, on Discord, and I'll see you guys on the next one.